ever worry? I know I have worried. What are some things that you worry about? Maybe you worry about your family not having enough money. Or perhaps your father lost his job and he needs a new one. Or maybe your mommy or your granny is sick. There's all kinds of things you could worry about. The Bible says you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry about anything if you have trusted Jesus as your Savior. Our memory verse for today is found in 1 Peter 5, 7. It says, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. 1 Peter 5, 7. Now, 1 Peter is in the New Testament, and the New Testament is the second part of the Bible, and it talks about things that happened right before Jesus was born, and then when he was born, his life, what he did here on this earth, and even things that happened after Jesus went back to heaven. Now, 1 Peter is one of the last books in the Bible, and it was written by one of the 40 men that God told to write the Bible. It was written by the man named Peter, and it says, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Well, casting all your care upon him. To cast your care on God is to tell him about the problems and the things that you worry about. You can give them completely to God. You can stop worrying about them. You can give them or tell them to God and let him take care of it. The other part of the verse says, for he careth for you. Well, God loves you. He cares about what happens to you and he has the power to take care of you through all of your problems, no matter what you're facing. God can take you through it. He cares for you and for me. And we find this verse in 1 Peter 5, 7. First, we find the book, 1 Peter. Then we find the chapter, which is usually the big number. And then we find the verse, which is the little number. Now, when the Bible was first written, it was not first written with chapters and verses already included, those numbers put in the Bible. No, it was written. And then the chapters and verses were added on later to help us find places in the Bible more easily. So this verse is found in 1 Peter 5, 7, and it says, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. So we are to cast or give, tell your problems to God. Tell him about the things that worry you. Give them to God. He cares for you. He can take you through all of your problems. He has the power to take care of it. God cares for you. Have you ever trusted Jesus to save you from your sin? Well, if not, you can do that today. God promises to forgive your sin, and he will always take care of you. And if you have already trusted Jesus to save you, then you can tell God about the things that trouble you. Tell him about the things that worry you. And you can trust God to take care of you and your problems because God knows what is best. So our verse again is 1 Peter 5, 7. If you can, say it with me. Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. 1 Peter 5, 7. One more time. 1 Peter 5, 7. Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. 1 Peter 5, 7.
feel like no one cares about you? When hard things happen, you might feel like you're all alone. But there is someone who cares about you, and that is God. And over the next few days, we're going to be learning about God's amazing care for his children. And that means God's chosen people, the Jews. Well, today we're going to learn about an Israelite family who lived in Egypt a long time ago. And this family really needed to trust God's care for them because their new baby was in danger. We just finished talking about Joseph last week. Now remember that Joseph, he was able to save many, many people from dying because he stored up food for the seven years of famine. And remember how his brothers came to get food? And then Joseph eventually revealed himself to his brothers? And the entire family moved to Egypt? Remember that? We're going to pick up where that left off. We're going to continue. Nearly 400 years earlier, the Israelites, who are also called the Hebrews, God's chosen people, the Jews, they had to leave their homes in Canaan because of that famine. They went to Egypt to find food. And, well, they also found Joseph there. So they went to Egypt and they stayed there for hundreds of years. And so now, 400 years have passed. Many babies were born into Israelite families until there were about 2 million Israelites, God's chosen people, in the country of Egypt. 2 million. That's more than all the people in Belize. That's a lot of people. The king who was called the Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, the Pharaoh, he was concerned because soon the Israelites outnumbered the Egyptians. There were so many more Israelites than there were Egyptians. Egyptians were the people who lived in Egypt. Pharaoh, the king, he worried that the Israelites might join with the enemies of Egypt and they might turn and fight against the Egyptians. Pharaoh didn't want any of that. So Pharaoh made a decision. He decided to keep these Israelites under control, they would work as slaves. Slaves. Oh, that means you work without pay. Slaves. Hmm. So the Israelites began to work as slaves for Egypt and for Pharaoh. Day after day, they worked. They made clay bricks for Pharaoh's buildings. But even though they were put to hard work, their numbers, the Israelites, their people, it grew. It continued to increase, to get more. Pharaoh, then, he decided something else. He decided to order the Hebrew midwives to kill any boy babies that were born. Now, what is a midwife? Well, a midwife is a nurse who helps the woman give birth. So, the Hebrew midwives would help the Israelite women to give birth when they were getting ready to have a baby. Now, Pharaoh told these Hebrew midwives, if the baby is born and it's a boy, I want you to kill it. Such a wicked or bad plan could only come from a man with a very sinful heart. Do you know that you are born with a sinful heart? You are, because the Bible says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Your heart can deceive or trick you into thinking that you are a good person. But like everyone else in the world, you are a sinner. 
And sin is anything you think, say, or do that breaks God's laws. And when you lie and you disobey your parents or you do hurtful things to others, you sin. And your sin separates you from God. And God, he is holy. He cannot accept sin of any kind. Because he's holy, you are separated from him forever. But God made a way for your sin to be forgiven. God created you. He loves you even though you've sinned. And in his perfect plan, he sent Jesus, his only begotten son, into the world as a tiny baby. And when Jesus became a man, he grew up to be a man. He was taken by wicked men and nailed to a cross to die. Now, Jesus never did anything wrong. So why did that happen? Well, the Bible teaches us that Jesus willingly suffered, bled, and died on that cross so you could be forgiven of your sin. You see, he didn't have to do it, but he chose to. He willingly, he chose to do it because that was the only way for your sin to be forgiven. God punished Jesus in your place. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth or trusts in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Perish means to be separated from God. But if you believe on Jesus... You will not perish. You will have everlasting life. And that is life with God forever. And after Jesus died, he was buried. But then three days later, he came alive again. And that was wonderful that God made a plan for your sin to be forgiven. God loves you, but he does not love your sin. Pharaoh also had sin. His sinful heart caused him to make that wicked plan. But the Bible says that the Hebrew midwives, they feared God and they refused to kill any of those baby boys that were born. Refused. They chose not to do it. They would not do it. Pharaoh, though, he was determined to have his own way. So he made a new law. And this was very, very cruel and very evil. And it said... Every baby boy born into an Israelite family must be thrown into the Nile River to drown. What? So all the baby boys that were born to the Hebrews or to the Israelites, they had to be thrown into a river, the Nile River. The Nile River was a very big river there in Egypt. It's still a real place still today. You can go to the Nile River. And they had to throw the baby boys in there. The Hebrew or the Israelite baby boys? Wow, that is so evil. That is so bad. This new law, it must have brought terrible, terrible sadness to many Israelite families. And one of those Israelite families, there was a man named Amram and his wife named Jochebed. And they had a son named Aaron and they had a daughter named Miriam. Now soon, Jochebed would have another baby. And they may have been wondering, will it be a boy or will it be a girl? Well, finally, the time came for the baby to be born, and it was a boy. They probably was very concerned. Maybe they tried to make the baby quiet when it was crying. And But the Bible says that they were not afraid of the king's law. They knew that God loved this baby. And they had to trust God to take care of him, even in this hard situation. And if you know Jesus as your Savior... You can trust that God will take care of you, even when it's hard. Maybe there are times in your life when you don't think God is caring for you. Maybe you get home from school or get home from the farm and you have to be alone while your parents are at work. 
Or maybe where you live there is a lot of violence, and you worry about being safe when you go out on the street or you go to different places. It's natural to feel afraid sometimes, because the world can be a scary place. But do you think God knows about all those things that worry you? Yes, he does. Does he care? Yes, he does. The Bible teaches that God is all-knowing. That's called omniscient. All-knowing. God knows every single thing. He is aware of everything that happens around the world. And no situation is too hard for God to handle. The Bible says there is nothing too hard for thee. And thee, right there, is meaning God. And you can find that in Jeremiah thirty-two seventeen. No matter what your problem is, you can trust God to help you and take care of you. And Jochebed and her family, they had to trust God. This was a hard situation. They wanted their baby boy to grow up. They wanted him to live, even though Pharaoh made this law about all the baby boys being drowned in the Nile River. So Amram and Jochebed, they hid the baby for three months. And as the baby grew, it became more difficult to hide him. It began to get a little more challenging. Well, one day, Jochebed got a plan. And I believe God gave her this plan to help her baby live. She probably had her children gather lots of things called papyrus reeds. Now, that was a type of plant. And so, I'm sure Aaron and Miriam, the older two children, they went and they gathered many of them for their mom. And then, she made them into a basket. She coated the outside of the basket with a sticky substance that would make it waterproof so that the water couldn't get in. Well, Miriam and Aaron, they must have watched as their mother worked, and maybe she told them about the plan that she had. And when the basket was finished, Jochebed, the mother, she gently laid her baby inside. She closed it, and she carried it down to the Nile River. And maybe she was crying as she placed this basket in the river, and she watched it float. Maybe she was very worried about what would happen to her baby. Miriam, the daughter, she stayed to see what would happen to the baby. She may have stood behind the tall grass by the river's edge. Maybe she watched the basket floating, and she knew that her little brother was in that basket. As Miriam watched and as she waited, she noticed some women coming down to the river, and they were servant girls who worked in Pharaoh's palace. Now remember, Pharaoh was the king of Egypt, and there was this beautifully dressed young woman with the servant girls. And who was it? It was Pharaoh's daughter. Miriam's heart must have raced as she watched through the tall grass. Pharaoh's daughter walked to the edge of the river, and then she noticed something in in the river, and she called her servants to get it. And the servant placed the basket on the ground, and Pharaoh's daughter opened it and looked inside. Miriam saw that Pharaoh's daughter opened the basket, and inside the basket was the little baby. Pharaoh's daughter knew this was one of the Hebrew babies, and she also knew her father's law, but as she looked at the baby... She couldn't just throw him back in the river. She decided to keep that baby for her own. And even in this very dangerous situation, God was caring for the baby. And if you know Jesus as your Savior, you can trust God to take care of you. Because you are God's child, God has a plan for your life. He can work out any situation, no matter how difficult it may be. 
Even though at times you might feel afraid of situations or of people, God says there is something you can do with those worries or cares. And our memory verse for today, 1 Peter 5, 7, says, Casting all your care on him, for he careth for you. 1 Peter 5, 7. And to cast your care on God means to tell him about the things that trouble you and trust him to do what's best for you. Does that mean that God will change or take away that hard situation you're going through? Maybe. Or he might choose to take you through it so he can teach you something he wants you to learn. And when you're in a difficult situation, tell God about it. Think about how powerful he is because he can do anything. Think about how powerful he is. There is nothing too hard for him. Thank him and he loves and cares for you. Ask him to help you trust him because God will take care of you. And God was taking care of that baby, even in this dangerous situation. And Pharaoh's daughter, she decided to keep that baby for her own. And Miriam, his, the baby's sister, stepped out from the river and went up to the princess, Pharaoh's daughter. And Miriam said, would you like me to find a Hebrew woman to nurse the baby for you? Well, Pharaoh's daughter agreed, and Miriam, she went back home and she told her mother what happened, and Miriam brought her mother to the princess. And Pharaoh's daughter told Jochebed, Take the baby and nurse him for me. I will pay you for your services. Wow! So now Jochebed gets to take care of the baby? And she gets paid for it? Wow, that is special. I'm sure Pharaoh's daughter, the princess, did not know that this woman, Jochebed, was the baby's real mother. Jochebed reached out and she took her little son back in her arms. Oh, she must have been so happy. She wouldn't have to hide her son any longer or fear for his life. She could take care of him. She'd even be paid to do it now. Jochebed took her son home and she realized that God had taken care of her and her baby. And for the next few years, she got to take care of him. And although she would only have him for a few short years, Jochebed must have done her best to teach him about God and God's care. Finally, the day came. Jochebed had to go to the princess and give back the child. Pharaoh's daughter adopted him, and she named him Moses. And that means drawn out, because she drew him out of the river. Jochebed must have felt very sad as she left her son in the palace to be raised by the Egyptian princess. But deep in her heart, Jochebed knew God would keep her son alive, and God would take care of him. And if you know Jesus as your Savior, you can trust God to take care of you. Whatever situation comes your way, remember, God is all-powerful, and he is all-knowing, omniscient, all-knowing. He can handle any problem. So when you're troubled by cares, remember our memory verse from today, 1 Peter 5, 7. Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you, 1 Peter 5, 7. And when you say that verse, think about how powerful God is. And tell God about your problem and thank him. He loves you. He cares for you. Ask God to help you not to worry. Sometimes it's hard not to worry. But remember, you can give your worries and your troubles to God because he cares for you. But maybe you've never trusted Jesus as your Savior. 
Because God loves you and he cares for you, he made a way for your sin to be forgiven. And the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You see, God so loved the world. That means you and me. God loves you and me that he gave his only begotten Son, the Lord Jesus. And whosoever, you, me, anyone, who believes or trusts completely in Jesus will not be separated from God, will not perish, but instead you will have eternal life, which is life with God forever. If you will agree with God that you are a sinner and you believe or trust completely in Jesus who died and rose again for you, then you can be forgiven. You'll be changed on the inside so you can live to please him. And you will also have life forever in heaven with God someday. Are you willing to turn away from your sin, believing in the Lord Jesus as your Savior today? If you would like to choose to believe in Jesus, then you truly have to trust completely that he died for your sin and rose again. You can ask Jesus to forgive your sin. You can tell him something like this and truly mean it. Dear Jesus, I have sinned and I am sorry. I believe you died and rose again. Please forgive my sin and give me everlasting life. In Jesus' name, amen. The most wonderful decision you could ever make is to believe in Jesus. If you would like to read about this story about the baby in the Nile River, then you can find it in Exodus chapter 1 all the way to Exodus chapter 2 verse 10. So it's Exodus all of chapter 1 and chapter 2, the first 10 verses. Exodus is the second book in the Bible. It's in the Old Testament. First there's Genesis, then there's Exodus. Well, that's all for this time. I'll see you next time. Bye.